Jamie Timmerman. And I'm Lisa Damaris. And this is Appraiser Talk, the show where I ask Lisa, the Vice President of Appraisal Issues at the Appraisal Foundation, your appraisal questions. We answer questions from every corner of the appraisal profession, from consumers to appraisers and from real estate to business valuation. Welcome to today's episode. This week, we're going to do a special episode to talk about a hot topic in the appraisal profession right now. We'll do this from time to time so that we can help you stay current on all the hot button issues in the appraisal profession. That's right. And this week, we have a special guest to help us talk about this issue. Wayne Miller is the chair of the Appraisal Standards Board and is the perfect person to help us have this conversation. Welcome, Wayne. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. In last week's Appraiser Talk episode, Lisa advised listeners that the ethics rule of USPAP prohibits appraisers from performing an assignment with bias. This week, we're talking about another aspect of USPAP, supported versus unsupported conclusions and how they relate to fair housing. So, Wayne, what does USPAP say about this topic? Well, Amy, in addition to prohibiting bias, the ethics rule goes on to state that an appraiser must not use or rely on unsupported conclusions relating to characteristics such as race, color, religion, national origin, gender, marital status, familial status, age, receipt of public assistance income, handicap, or an unsupported conclusion that homogeneity of such characteristics is necessary to maximize value. Now, these demographic characteristics are those protected under fair housing laws and the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, also known as ECOA. And this section of the ethics rule was adopted specifically to match the protections that homeowners, buyers, sellers, and renters are afforded under these federal laws to prevent bias and illegal discrimination in housing and fair access to credit. Wayne, you said the ethics rule indicates that an appraiser cannot rely on unsupported conclusions regarding these characteristics. So does that mean that real property appraisers valuing housing can rely upon supported conclusions regarding these protected demographic characteristics? No. Appraisers who value real property that is subject to fair housing laws, ECOA, and other federal, state, and local fair housing laws and regulations are required under another section of USPAP, the competency rule, to comply with laws and regulations that apply to the appraiser or to the assignment. Real property appraisers who perform these types of appraisal assignments must know these laws and regulations and take great care to ensure that they do not engage in prohibited actions developing biased appraisals that are illegally discriminatory. So Wayne, if appraisers are not permitted to rely on either supported or unsupported conclusions when performing housing appraisals, why doesn't the Appraisal Standards Board amend the ethics rule to just remove the word unsupported? Yeah, that's a great question, Lisa. USPAP covers all aspects of the appraisal profession, while fair housing deals primarily with one facet, real property, residential or housing appraisals, primarily those associated with mortgage financing. There's a wide world of property types out there to be appraised, including commercial real estate, personal property, and businesses. And furthermore, beyond mortgage financing, appraisals are completed for many reasons. Establishment of a sale price, estates, 
income taxation, property taxation, charitable donations, eminent domain, litigation, and a host of other reasons. In some circumstances, it may be necessary for an appraiser valuing property in one of these other facets of the industry to consider supported conclusions in some of the demographic categories protected under the fair housing laws. For example, a commercial real estate appraiser valuing a shopping center where the anchor tenant is an ethnic grocery store that only has nine months left on the lease could very well consider the demographic profile of the trade area and the concentration of members of that ethnic group when trying to estimate the probability of the tenant renewing their lease, which may be a major component driving the value of the property. Or an appraiser who is valuing a proposed house of worship would justifiably examine the population of the surrounding area to understand the concentration of members of that faith that would support the property. Or consider a business appraiser who is valuing a company that specializes in products that cater to a specific racial or ethnic population. It makes sense that the appraiser would investigate population trends associated with the relevant demographic characteristic and draw conclusions that would be germane to the appraisal of the business. Of course, the underpinnings of the ethics rules still apply. The appraiser must not be biased in their work or provide reports that illegally discriminate. However, with careful adherence to USPAT, attention to detail, and professionalism, appraisers can provide unbiased, credible, understandable results to clients of these many varied assignment types. Thank you, Wayne. And thank you, Lisa. And for our listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you'll tune in each week to Appraiser Talk. You can send in your questions to me at Amy. A-M-Y at appraisalfoundation.org and you might just hear us answer it in a future episode. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. Appraiser Talk is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.